Welcome to Utopia to Me, episode four. I'm your host, Chris Locke. Uh, this show today is sponsored by Chongo's Dongarong Monkey Dogs. Um, I made that up because I don't have a sponsor yet, so I figure maybe for the next few million podcasts I do without having a sponsor, I will make up my own sponsor. So today's episode is sponsored by, what did I say? Chongo's Dongarong Monkey Dogs. The only monkey dog with the Chongarong Dong. You know what I mean? That's the best thing. That's the best one of those. So I'm excited to uh, welcome you to this show, this podcast, because it's going to be so much fun. Please put this podcast on your phone. Put the earphones in your face. You know where they go. On the sides of your face. Put your earphones there. And then... Listen to this podcast as you do either of these three things, okay? Listen to it while skateboarding, like totally grinding on a parking block. Like, be like, ha, 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 very interesting, scronk, and then you're just, like, grinding it. Or listen to it while you're surfing a huge wave, you know, like, ha, 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 so interesting, cowabungo, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, pipeline, that was the surf uh, you know what? Honestly, guys, I might not even do an interview this episode. I'll just do a surf rock sounds. See? It's pretty good, right? Uh, okay, I just drank a huge vat of green tea. That's why I'm a little hyper right now. But uh, the other way you should listen to this is also, if you're in the mountains covered in snow... Just do like a crazy 1080 in the air on your snowboard. Um, maybe flip it. Maybe add a McTwist to that. You know what I mean? Just get crazy. Do they call them McTwists in snowboarding? You know what I'm saying? Guys, this is a really good episode. It's Rebecca Kohler, one of my favorite comedians to watch, uh, do stand-up. Plus, she's, you know, on, we talk about her credits in the interview. But you guys are going to love it. Um, we had a lot of fun. Just a little... Heads up. We say it in the interview, but we were outside on a beautiful sunny day. Um, so picture that. Beautiful uh, grass, lawn chairs, tall can of beer. She had ciggies. My neighbors would come out and smoke and cough sometimes near us, but I don't know if the mics picked it up. But it's a very fun interview. We had so much fun. She's uh, got very interesting ideas about the utopian world. And you guys are going to listen to that now. Because this intro has been insane. So please enjoy, and I love you, and here we go. Surf rock. Do you edit these? Um, no. Okay. So watch what you say. Okay. Is there something really, like, uh, evil that you want to say? No, no. I just, like, have we already started? Uh, I hit record because, yeah. Okay. I sort of like to, like... Intro it. Intro it? Uh, um, wait, is that B bothering you? It's fine. I just want to say something to the people listening because 
You know, I already do the intro off the top, and then we go into the interview, like what I'm doing now. I see. I'm so profe- like not professional. I think it so far it's fine. Well, this is what I want to say. We're outside. Yes. <laughs> That's the thing. We are. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, we're outside, and then a neighbor just coughed. But yeah, I don't know. Like, actually, do you know what this backyard reminds me of? What? The backyard of like a British family in the Second World War. Man, I've said something almost like that. Really? Before. I think it looks British. Yeah, it does. It absolutely looks British. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that voice you're hearing is Rebecca Kohler. Hi. She is a very funny Canadian stand-up comedian writer. Let me say all your things to get started. So your Twitter is Becca underscore Kohler. Yeah. That's K O H L E R. And then you keep people informed of what's going on in your life with that. I sure. Are you good at it? No. You think? No. We follow each other. Yep. What else? Oh, you, you know what you are really good at? What? Beautiful photographs on really? Instagram. You think so? Yeah, I saw your two flower pics the other day. Oh, thank you. You're not the first person to say that. I'm starting to feel like I'm good at it. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Are you going to be one of those like my Instagram account is decent. Now I'm a photographer. No. But, but I have a story about that. I think you could be a good photographer is what I'm getting well, at. Well, really quick have a good story. Eye. Quick story. But just, before you say the okay. story, say your Instagram account so they can follow you and see what we're talking about. My Instagram is at Rebco, R-E-B-K-O-H. Yeah. Rebecca Kohler, Rebco. Yeah. 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 Okay. What's the story? The story is in high school, I think it was uh, grade 11, I took an aptitude test, which is supposed to tell you what you'd be good at. Yeah. And I answered a bunch of questions, and everyone else in the class, they uh, at the end, they had like uh, 10 options of what they'd be good at. Doctor, lawyer, street cleaner, whatever, right? Yeah. I had one, and it was photojournalist. Really? Yeah, and I was really frustrated that I only had one. So then I did the test again, changed some of the answers. Yeah. Photojournalist. Wow. Yeah. And you have an amazing Instagram account, and you write articles. Uh, you have written articles. I have. Maybe for, I should. For who? Uh, the National Post. Yeah. And the loop.ca. Did you ever meet Mordecai Rickler? No. Damn. I met his son once, though. What's his name? I can't remember which son it was. I think there's Jacob okay. and um, another one. That's still a part of our heritage. It is. It is, yeah. Because Jacob Tutu. Yeah. It's based on. His son? Yeah. I didn't know he wrote that. I think so. Whatever. I think I remember finding that out and being like, I thought that was like an Arabic story. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Jacob Tutu and the 40 Thieves. Yeah, now I feel like I should Google that before I continue. Well, that's good. So you've written for a bunch of things and you are basically a photojournalist yep. to some degree now. Yes. Yes, I guess so. I mean, you do photos and then you've done journals. Yeah. Yeah, I like, uh, like where you're going with that. But really right now, you're always writing for TV. Often, not always. Often. No, but actually, a lot less than people think. Anyway, go on. Okay, but you're, I always see you at Saving Gigi writing like crazy. Yes, yes. And your stand-up is amazing, okay. and you two around doing that. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, no, everything is fine. <laughs> Can I say one more thing about us being outside? Sure. Um, we're also... Well, Rebecca's having some cigarettes every now and then, but we also crack some tall cans of beer. Tall cans. Is that something that you think... Would be here. Cheers. You, cheers. She has Keith's. I have Cronenberg. Yeah. Sixteen sixty four. Get a sponsor. <laughs> You're listening to 
Cronenberg's 1664's <laughs> Utopia to Me with Chris Locke. Yeah, but is that something that you would have in your utopia? Lawn chairs outside? Tall cans? Siggies? Oh, yeah. I think so. Um, yeah. Have you been thinking about the topic at all? I, I have been. Yeah. Um, not so much to prep, maybe a little, but also just I don't think about it often, so it's been intriguing to think about. Yeah. But I noticed that a lot of places I went in my head, I'd be like, oh, it would have this. And then I'd be like, oh, no, that's impossible. So I'm not thinking of utopia. I'm thinking of heaven. <laughs> right? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, in Utopia, smoking would be good for you. In and I was Utopia, like, no, no, no. everyone's jamming with Hendrix. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And Beethoven. Yeah, no, I think it could be like that. I honestly want no limits. Oh, no limits. Okay. And let me tell you, the first few have already been very fantastical. Okay, great. For the most part. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Like but- in Tim Gilbert's, he became, he had an island where he dressed up as a goat beast and everybody worshipped him and they had no idea it was him, just in a costume. I feel like that reveals a lot about Tim Gilbert. Oh, yeah. The side of him, I wasn't expecting. But that's what I like about this podcast. Right. It's a revealing. Yeah, I guess so. Actually, I'm just personally, no one really listens to this. I'm just building my own personal psychological profiles of all my friends. Don't be negative. In my utopia, people are more positive. Yeah, I haven't done one yet where someone's like, Oh, there's tons of hate in my utopia. Um, okay, well, that makes sense. Right? That would be weird. Yeah, but I want, want to see. Well, actually, I have a version of that. Yeah? Um, when I was thinking about utopia. Okay. I got sad because I thought to myself, I don't know if human beings can sustain a utopia. <clears throat> yeah, that's... Right? To be honest, uh, the actual definition of utopia is like a paradox. Right. It's like, I forget what the real definition is, but it's something like perfect place, not possible. Right. right. <laughs> like, that's what it means in Latin or something. No, and it, because I was, I was at the Y today yeah. and I was in the showers. There's a nice visual place. for everyone. Yeah. Um, not possible for me to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's your utopia. Yeah. And, uh, and I saw this girl, and she was walking uh, from the lockers to the showers. And I thought it was weird because she was wearing no underwear, yeah. but uh, her, a bra, like a sports bra. Oh, and I was like, what are you up to? Like, are you, are you, you know, uh, I don't know. It was weird yeah. that one half of her was covered. So when we get to the showers, and then I noticed just as she gets to the showers, she takes her top off. And I think it's because she was self-conscious about her. Top, but not bottom. The bottom's already off. She's like, my bottom rules. Yes. She's like, my vagina and bum, delicious. <laughs> Delicio. <laughs> and then my boobies, ew. <laughs> boobies. Ew, poo. Yeah. So, so then I know. That's where her poo comes from. Yeah, out of her nipples. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's bees back here too, guys. Not the perfect utopia no. yet. Um, but, but anyway. So that is weird to be self-conscious about. Yeah. And, and then. And the then easier I, part? Well, Would you it call was just, it? Would you call boobs the easier part? I, well, this is the thing. This it depends on what your issues are, right? Like, if yeah. I had to choose, I'd probably cover my bottom. I, Me too. You know. Um, yeah. So then, but then I realize, then she takes it off, and as soon as she finishes showers, showering, she puts it right back on and walks back to the locker. Yeah. And um, and then so anyway, I was like, in Utopia, I was thinking about things that bother ladies. Did you see her boobs? Can I just ask? Yeah, I, I did. See how them. were they? Well, they were extremely petite. Like, Aww. almost they weren't there. Which I'm sure... Like, were they going 
Inward? No, like, but was I've, there a concave? I've seen that. I've Have seen you it. seen that? I've seen a concave. Oh, no. It, like, it's hard to. Anyway, but... um. Anyways, that's yeah. totally fine. No, it is I mean, fine. I don't know why I said, oh, no, for all the ladies because, listening I think because there. we know that's why she's upset. That's why we're sad for Yes. Her. So... Right, so I think... What you're getting at is we would not have this self-consciousness about our bodies. Well, that's where I started to go because yeah. this is like an hour before I came here. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, in Utopia, you know, there'd be no, uh, I almost feel like you should have to wear a uniform. Um, I'll get to that in a second. Okay. Um, it sounds like a strict Utopia, but I think it would be fun. Anyway. That's okay. So, uh, but no, I was like, okay, for instance, in Utopia, uh, cellulite would be uh, the coveted fashion. Right? That's yeah. what I first thought. Because so many women are like, oh, they have cellulite, right? right. Then I realized if we made cellulite the way to be, yeah. then people who didn't have cellulite would be eating a lot of like pancakes and um, Cheetos, yeah. uh, whatever, and feeling bad that they didn't have it. Can I just say that this is not my utopia? Uh, well, not yet, Chris. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> no, I like that. We're, we're cellulite. <laughs> 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 I do like it's that, but I just want to say, just for a devil's advocate, it's still going to be uneven with the the people not having what the yeah. what is the coveted thing. That's what I mean. So you're almost like point. punishing people that don't have cellulite. No, this is this is what I this is what I realized. Oh, sorry, I, I was like, you oh, you can't, yeah. you can't make what we feel currently feel bad about the good thing because then yeah. people feel good today will feel bad i know i hate it it's impossible that happens in our life all the time like you and kathleen's life specifically well no uh (laughs) yes (laughs) there's a lot of things that kathleen has that i can't have for sure i don't know if she cares about anything i have but (laughs) have you seen the latest Nicki minaj video no tell me all about it all about her amazing booty yeah amazing booty Mm -hmm. very generous gluteus maximus yes and she ends the whole thing by saying fuck you skinny bitches okay so i really doubt it but maybe some skinny ladies will be sad now that they can't have well no it's probably true well no it is true and i think it's like weirdly when you take the power back you're just just making something else disproportionate yeah you can't like, I feel like to have a utopia, everyone would have to over-explain everything and be, like, overly empathetic in every situation. Yeah. Like, for everyone to feel good, everyone would always be having to have, like, a half-hour conversation. So, like, <laughs> Nicki Minaj would sit down with, like, a skinny woman. Explain all and perspectives. To, yeah, and be like, well, I have a big bum. Like, how do you feel about that? And then the other, but I feel bad because mine's bony. It's like, okay, but I really like your breath. The perfect but- utopia, then, is the view. <laughs> <laughs> or like it's a, just a group therapy session all the time. That's what it is. Um, Isn't that funny? Well, maybe like I, I think about that a lot too, but maybe some of the aspect is removing sort of like an insecurity maybe stemmed from envy or, or something like that out of our brains. Yeah. Well, no. And it, 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 Okay. So if we don't have any limits, like I think uh, envy would maybe be like illegal um, it already is, according to the Bible. Like, it's a sin. Yeah. So, not that's the only thing I know about really? the Bible. It's illegal. It's, like, maybe you get fined if you express envy. If yeah. somebody sees you, like, pouting uh, because your neighbor got an iPad, yeah. then you get, like, a ticket. <laughs> that's the best. Yeah. Mm. Oh, crap. <laughs> like, ah, I want one. <laughs> I um, love that. That's totally, like... Um, 
I don't know, like a Ray Bradbury short story yeah. or something. Oh, I'm going to write it up. Um, it. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think Envy's bad. And just and when I bring up the uniforms, like, I don't know if you ever had this as a kid, but I was jealous of schools that had to have uniforms because I would wake up and be like, <laughs> Chris is like, she is, no. Well, no, I'm just trying to think if I ever felt that. But maybe it's more of a girl thing or maybe it's just a neurotic person's thing. I definitely wanted girls to wear those uniforms. Yeah, okay. Okay, <laughs> I'm a man. Here I am. Na, 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 na. Uh, Henry yeah. Rollins has a great short story about uh, girls in st- uh, uniforms. Is it great for real? I don't know. I read it when I was a teenager and I was like, it's so cool. Oh, then yeah, I understand. <laughs> but he also had an essay about how... When you're how a teenager, he blows your mind. He does, yeah. I saw him in concert once. It was, yeah. Um, oh, we have company? <laughs> yeah. Um, we have an, I have neighbors that smoke outside. Oh, that's cool. Uh, that is my utopia. Yeah, no. I I'm, wanted that. Uh, no, this is a great backyard. It is utopian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the reason I bring up uniforms is that... Um, you don't have to, because another thing we worry about, like I'm a girl and I'm a, I'm like a tomboy, I would say. Oh yeah. A little bit. You got a tough aspect to you. Do I? Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I'm not a, a, a girly girl as yeah. they say. And then, so, and I don't really care usually, but some days I'll be like, oh, like what? You what are you what? thinking? I honestly just realized, I don't know if I really know any really girly girls. Um... I mean, I know, I. Uh, well, that is a weird thing now that I think about it. I mean, every girl that is my friend, and even slash was girlfriend or now wife, like, they're not, you wouldn't think of them as like a girly girl, but they still, when something special happens, they want to get all dolled up and look great, and they do, but for the most part... Where, where does that girly girl cliche come from? Well, I think we, in the profession that we're in, it's not... There are some, in the world, there are some girly girl comedians. Right. But I think it's slightly less common. They're definitely so pushing far. it as a brand, right? Didn't we see some of that? The girly girl? Just for last this year? Yes, yes, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yes. The girly girl we brand. We did very much yeah, like, do that. Um, you know? Like, yeah, and, yeah. like, looking like a knockout on stage or whatever. But do you think they are really like that or that they are conscious of playing to that That's a really cliche? good question. No, and that's what I was – so sometimes – Because it doesn't seem like if you're sort of like a – sorry, an open-minded okay. person in general, mm-hmm. you would naturally be this cla- weird vintage cl- girly girl cliche that men created. Is that true? Oh, that, that makes me feel better. I don't know about. No, I think that you are. <laughs> no, because that's, that's what I was going to say, that um, – Oh, gross. <laughs> We're all coughing out here. Um, I'm not even smoking. I'm just getting over a cold. Sorry. Oh, it's okay. I had the summer cold, too. No colds in utopes. Most of August, summer cold. Really? Yeah. Sinus. Did it last forever? I got. I actually got medication. It was like amoxicillin for m- my uh, sinus. Oh, did you have an infection? I think so. Oh, it that's really the worst. Hurt. Some bad headaches. Oh, yeah, that's bad. I was walking down the street crying, thinking I was going to pass out. Like, not crying like a baby. But you had, like, tears because yeah, of the sinus thing? Yeah, it hurt thing? so much. Oh, no. Yeah. That's awful. I, am I dying? No. It sounds like you got your antibiotics and you're fine now. Okay, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Are you a hypochondriac? <laughs> uh, that, too, yeah. I am, But too. I was definitely experiencing real pain. Right. But then, you, but like a normal person's like, oh man, I have a headache. I probably have a sinus infection or just a headache. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, I have cancer. Yeah, me too. I was like, yeah. tumor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woody Allen, like. And if you look up, do I have a tumor on Google? The, you basically just get yes back. No, I know. <laughs> uh, 
anything you Google. Or you get a child being like, I'm doing a project on tumors and it seems like you do have it. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that? Yes. A lot of them are kids doing projects. No, it's true. Or like housewives who are like, my friend Sally's wife's brother had a yeah. headache and he died. <laughs> like, yeah. I know I'm being all girly girl about it, but <laughs> <laughs> Sally. Um, yeah, no. So uh, I uh, no, but even though even though I know that the way I dress is the way I dress and I'm happy with myself, blah, blah, blah. There are days where I'll be like, oh, like I'll go to Saving Gigi, my favorite coffee shop. Yeah. And there'll be some Shout girls out. there. Yeah. There'll be some girls there. And like, even though it's just like a Tuesday afternoon and they just came to have coffee by themselves, they're like dressed up and like look quote unquote put together. Yeah. And then I'll be like for like a minute, I'll be like, why don't I do that? And then I'm like, oh, because I don't care enough and I don't have time or like that's not where I want to put my time. Yeah. Um, but the reason I bring up a uniform for utopia. Um, and by the way, I think the way I feel is quite normal. And I think it's uh, the way I feel is like a microcosm of the way a lot of other women feel. Okay. So if we had a uniform, um, just you or like you chose your uniform, but you have to wear the same thing every day or something. Yeah. No, it does. It doesn't work. But I what's just, stressing you about, out about it now? The idea. Yeah. Because again, humans can't. Like, if you just everyone has to wear the same thing, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. You couldn't worry. Like, how do I look? To everyone just yeah. looks the same, and there'd be no makeup and no high heels. By the way, but, everyone would just go with what they had. But the, I think the danger zone that you're approaching now, which I think you're conscious of, is. What about the free choice, the people that want to add some pizzazz? No, I know. I know. And then you're almost oppressing them. It is oppressive. It's like it's like utopia meets China. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm sure there's so many parts of China where they're like, hey, we're in the best world possible. Oh, for sure they are. Like yeah. North Korea or something. Oh, my I mean, I know that's a, not fair to jump okay, to all of a sudden North, North Korea. North Korea. North Korea, is, I would say, is like more like that. Yeah, no, you're probably right. I'm thinking I've China been... in like the 80s. Yeah, communist more. China. Yeah, that's like still my reference. Is it still communist? No. Yeah. Hong Kong is free. Uh, no, Hong Kong went back to... Oh, then the rest of China is free and Hong no, Kong's communist. it's all still communist. Oh my God. But it's a lot more lenient. Because... Because they, they, they realize business. business. Yeah. I know. Isn't that crazy? They're kind of cheating. Yeah, that's what I wondered because I know... They're basically capitalists yeah. with communist ideals to aim towards their civilians. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So, yeah, that is a conundrum for sure. But I, it doesn't matter. Um, you can make it like how you want. And then you can also make it how, like, you have the uniform, but then you also have people just say, in my utopia, everyone loves the uniform, case closed. Well, yeah, that's kind <laughs> of... Because also, if we... well. See, I'm being too earnest. But I'm like, if we look at um, past attempts at utopia, <laughs> yeah. uh, th- it's usually a group of people that decide to go together, right? Maybe. Um, often. But ours ours doesn't have to be that way. No. Mine. Um, no, yours is yours. No, I know. Okay? This is Rebco's fave place. At Rebco's Utopia. <laughs> Rebcoville. It's hard. There's so many things. But they're... Okay. I think one thing that I want you to get past yeah. is Help being... Self-conscious about how other people would view your perfect utopia. Okay, right. I think you should say exactly what you want. I understand the 
conundrums. We all do. I'm very logical. That's, yeah. that's why when I was thinking about this before, I was I like, know. well, I would have this. Oh, but that wouldn't work in this way. And right. blah, blah, blah. Okay. So let's say a lot um, of people have thought that way already. Like, okay. For years. All right. Good. Yeah. yeah. So look, everyone, people would be happy with their bodies. And if they weren't, there'd be a lot of therapy and counseling. There'd be free therapy and counseling for everyone in my yeah. utopia, because I've always seen a shrink. Which teaches them how to just think one way, which is also oppressive. Uh, no. Just kidding. No, let's party. This would be to help them think however they wanted, as yes. long as it was in a healthy manner. Yeah. So like healthy that. thinking would be encouraged. I've always thought that. I, I thought one of the main things that's missing in our society now, for real, is letting uh, children at a young age uh, realize that loving themselves first will... Um, Help them love others? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't know what the reason is for not having like curriculum about that. But I think that is what it, the problem with uh, race and racism and sexism and all that stuff comes from is that uh, right they're trying to unify these individuals without like letting them know how explaining self respect yeah. or like well no and if you don't respect yourself how are you supposed to respect anyone else yeah um, no I absolutely I've often said that and like I feel like there should be like uh, in curriculum like life coaching yeah. and then just teaching people how to deal with. Um, uh, yeah, things that upset them, how to get break barriers, like all this stuff that I don't know if you've gone through. I'm sure you've gone through similar neuro, neurotic um, blocks as I have in what we do. But yeah, um, probably, yeah, you know, even like uh, just so but people wouldn't be afraid. Like you would just, God, I can't get. I don't think <laughs> I'm like. I don't think I'd be good at Utopia because. I'm like, no one would be afraid. Everyone would just go for what they wanted. But then I feel like I picture so, Utopia with all this people and they'd be so irritating. Would you want... What if you're not like the main <laughs> grand designer? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no, no. Okay, so people would... Say you're not the grand yeah, wizard yeah, yeah. of this magical... What do I, let me... Let's, let's start more basic then because you're getting really caught up in no but i still think it's interesting whether i'm getting caught up or whatever we're still having an interesting conversation i just don't want your head to explode no it's not going to i like this chat as long as you're not like after at the end of this podcast you're like she didn't uh, explain an excellent utopia i'm I'm not airing it she didn't do it (laughs) (laughs) there's no way this is exactly all i know entertaining but i'm just gonna take you off of the stress about the social aspects just for a sec take me away and forget about other people just for sec and try to envision aesthetically what would the okay. world look like? like grass lots of grass yeah. unicorns absolutely okay um there, and there would talking. be like um, you relaxed yeah there would be like a mist of sparkles that like hung around the unicorns and wow. when the light shone it would sparkle it seems like you thought about this more than the other stuff no this is just the easy stuff yeah. so grass lots of little ponds um lakes are the unicorns wearing uniforms no Unicorn Come on, there's something there. Yeah, uniform uniforms. Uniforms. Uniformcorns. Oh, that is the word. <laughs> uniforms. <laughs> if you take unicorn and put it together with uniform, you get uniform. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, corn. So no uniforms on the unicorn. And uh, sparkles, lakes, ponds, grass, trees, lots of flowers. Different mixed up. Purple, pink, yellow. I love it. Yeah, white. I love flowers. Me too. I love, I love a flowers. sparkly mist. Yep. In certain areas. Yeah. and Don't then want it everywhere. No, there would be like streets and cute shops. Like every shop would look like it was from like Harry Potter or like, you know, 1860. <laughs> yeah. And you'd go in and... England. 
yeah, like England tea, or like uh, even um, uh, like candles are the light. Road to Avonlea. Road to Avonlea. You'd go in, and there'd be a guy behind the counter wearing suspenders. I actually auditioned for a show yesterday. What was it? Starring Megan Follows. I love her. Isn't she in Road to Avonlea? She's she's Anne of Green Gables. Gables. Yeah, yeah. She's Anne. But didn't she have some guest spots on? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she has guest spots. She was also in The Littlest Hobo. All the time? No, there's an episode. She's so... She was like... Megan I had like Follows? a friend crush on her when I was a kid. That's nice. Yeah. What uh, happens in that? In the friend crush? No, in the... <laughs> in I'm like, there's no making crush. out, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is called Friend Crush to Me. Uh, <laughs> what, um, what happens in that episode of Lilith Hobo? Is that a Canadian show? Yeah. For oh sure, my right? God, are you crazy? No, but I just is. wanted to make sure I didn't yeah, go is. like, for those of you listening in America or whatever, Lilith no, yeah. Hobo is, and they're all like, we know what it is, fucker. Yeah, no, I, I mean, maybe it aired there, but it's for sure Canadian. Probably aired like in Buffalo. Yeah. And my uncle, who's a movie editor, he edited a few episodes of that in Toronto. Really? Yeah. Sweet. So, um, so anywho. This is my impression of every episode of The Littlest Hobo. Okay. Rough, rough. And then somebody gets saved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's such a great show. And the Beachcombers. Anyway. Yeah. But in my utopia, even though those are great shows, they'd never be on TV. Uh, because they're great, like, nostalgically, <laughs> but not actually to watch. Yeah. <laughs> so they have Road to Avonlea style show. Yeah, they're they're painful. Um, the best, yeah. aesthetically, you're right. Like, I did always want to wear a toque. Yeah, a toque. And then, uh, yeah. Um, For those Americans listening, it's a... Winter the beachcombers, there were like logs and water and plaid shirts and beanies. So and beards and beards. It was the original life. hipster, yeah. Uh, show. Well, hipsters uh, basically look like dock workers and lumberjacks. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you'd walk into a store in my utopia. There'd be a guy in suspenders offering you like some hard candy, and then is he wearing a shirt? Yeah, yeah. Okay. A shirt with suspenders, any color he wants. Oh, lucky. Um, and he doesn't wear a uniform then. No, forget the uniforms. People just wear what they're happy with. Maybe you out too much. Here, maybe this is how I uh, make the uniform thing work. It's not a uniform, mm-hmm. but you have unlimited money to buy the perfect clothes for you. You, and you get design advice. your uniform. Yeah. And you get advice on mm-hmm. from shoppers. Because but not advice from corporations. No. Right. But the, these shoppers are, like, government-funded. They're, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like... So there's um, a regular government in your utopia. Um, there's like, like a democracy? There's, like, a, a jackpot of money that, like, smart people... Um, everyone in utopia is smart. So yeah. they just use the money as needed. If everyone's smart, then I don't think you would have to have the rules about cellulite because they would be they would know to get over it. That's the misconception, Chris. Isn't That's it? the fascinating thing. Smart people thing. get stressed about cellulite. Are you crazy? Yes. <laughs> so much. So many smart women I know are obsessed with their bodies. Yeah. And I have some cellulite, okay? And I'm like, oh, that sucks. You. Thanks. I'll be like, that sucks, but yeah, I get on with my day. I know women who like buy creams and, and these are smart. Like, this is my point. Yeah. This is the, this is the geniuses buying creams. Yes. Geniuses buying creams. Unicorns. Unicorns. <laughs> Unicreams. Unicreams. Um, uh, and that's the thing. So anyway, but you would have unlimited money 
Lunchtime beer makes me silly. Yeah, you're a mess. Yeah, I'm wasted. Um, Unicorns. Unicorns. I just yelled that when you're explaining something. It's, It's okay. Yeah. So, no, I guess you're right. I mean... You See, know, that, but I that's think of really interesting. Like maybe a little intelligent. Maybe smart, too much Chris. on the artsy side. What but else? my Whatever belly drives yeah. me nuts. It does. I'll never stop thinking about it until it's totally. Uh, I can tuck in my shirt like how Owen Wilson does in Midnight in Paris, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, yeah, that's a good look. But, uh, Chris, <laughs> I have to ask you what do you actually think about your belly? It drives me nuts. Like, in what way? Uh, Do you feel bad about yourself, or you're just like, oh, my belly's in the way? Sometimes I like it because it's comfortable to stroke it. Okay. Like, it's like a wizard <laughs> stroking his beard. Right. Um, <laughs> ooh, is that wind? Windy. We have wind socks on these mics, but I don't know if they are that good. You know what I mean? Well, they're pretty big. But anyways, you guys know we're outside, right? Drinking beer. Deal with it. Hanging out with my cats. And my... Na- oh, there's Bernadette. You can hear the bells of Bernadette's collar. Yeah. She just meowed. She wants to be on the podcast, too. What's your perfect utopia? All right. Could we move on? Oh, yeah. So, My belly. Uh, uh, what I don't like about it is... Actually, the main thing is no one I can ever tell is judging me. Unless I go for an audition. You know, then they're like... In, for, like, underpants. For, yeah. <laughs> which I don't get for some reason. Um, which my butt looks good in underpants. Uh, they'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's very nice. <laughs> no. The main thing is is um, certain styles I want to wear, I can't because of my belly. Right. Like, I have shirts that are beautiful that I can't button up around my belly. I, I right. Or this tuck-in look that you're aiming yeah, for. Yeah, I want to be tucked in. I want to be Owen Wilson... Midnight in Paris. He's got a really nice dress shirt tucked into khakis. He's some nice khakis. That's yeah, pretty much what I remember about that movie. So you have like a preppy style in in your. What I like to think of it is is I um, I co opted like a suburban dad style mm-hmm. and make it a little bit Art-y. sloppy. Or, punky. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, um, I like that. I've always been like that. I sang in a punk band in high school, and I would wear like golf t shirts tucked into my khakis. But we'd be singing like oh, I like that outrageous punk rock. What punk bands did you like as a youngster? Uh-huh. Now it's yeah. Oh, oh my god! So Bernadette is current. Bernadette, Chris's cat, is chasing a butterfly, and it was very utopian. Yeah, it was utopian, and like, what did a single mom paint this? It's pretty cute. It's very nice because also in my utopia there would be like little Bernadettes, but I wouldn't yeah. be allergic. Nobody would have allergies. That's good. Yeah, and then little bunnies. Too. Yeah, Rebecca is al- allergic to cats, ladies and gentlemen. I am, but not to the fact that they're cute. No. Um, that's thanks to the internet. I used to hate cats, and it was through kitty videos. Yes. I'm like, okay, they're really cute and funny. So you know be- the crime rate is yeah. actually down for the most part in the world. Are they saying? Are you making a joke? Are they saying it's no, because of kitten videos? Maybe. Did you read an article? I that don't said think that? it's because of the newly heavy, mil- heavily militarized police force. I think it's because of like things like kitten videos. Interesting. And ALS bu- ice bucket challenges. Right. Did you do it? No, I just donated money. Were you challenged? No. Okay. I think. I think if anyone ever did think of me, they probably thought I'd be too cynical to do it. Oh. Um, I don't know. That was my own thing, but... I noticed uh, none of the people... There's a huge batch of people I know that weren't challenged, and I feel like 
Yeah. We're all kind of the same like-minded type of person. It took me a long time to get challenged. Yeah. And, uh, but did I also... Did you do it? Yeah. I think I saw it, maybe. I also noticed that nobody I challenged did it, which made <laughs> me feel... Um, it kind of made me feel like uh, people don't respect me. Like, I was like, yeah. I challenge you to this. And then they're like, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, it's done. <laughs> Honestly, like, I definitely think people should always be donating to tons of charities. Um, especially we know someone with ALS. Mm-hmm. And uh, donate to ALS or the JoannaDowney.com one mm-hmm. as well. But that aside, I guess, like, we're not spreading the word about it anymore. ALS ice bucket challenges are becoming like the Von Dutch trucker hats of, it's you, true. of like Facebook videos. Yeah. Like everyone has one. They they make you uncomfortable for yeah. the most part. Yeah. I don't know. Like, is that bad that I feel that way? No. I mean, in a way I'm embarrassed. Like when I was challenged, I was like, oh man, because I kind of feel similarly. But then I felt like I was being a poor sport if I didn't do it. Yeah. And... I've already donated to that fund before. I donated yeah. again. And I often donate to stuff. I donate like twice a month to something. Often like even a Kickstarter or like if I believe yeah. in the project, whatever. I like to like help out. People yeah. would help out in Utopia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there'd be a lot of help outs. Yeah. Kickstarter would be just like a regular thing. It's just that would just be how the world operated. But isn't there? There's a lot of um, people taking advantage of Kickstarter for terrible things, right? Like what? Wasn't there? Didn't a guy use Kickstarter to get me make an egg salad sandwich, and then he got like thousands of dollars? I think you're right. <laughs> but see, I don't. That, okay, that well, maybe he made the biggest one. I don't know. Or maybe like. I don't. I didn't follow up with that story. No, but also, uh, I'd rather that than people donating like for gun money to kill like a certain race of people. Yeah, does <laughs> someone rather... have that going right now? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Probably Our Kickstarter must like. I don't. Yeah, there's got to be guidelines. You I've hope never so. done it. Like no hate crimes can. Yeah, I'm sure most things you sign up for on the internet, thankfully, are please no hate crimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is seems like, by according to the news, is the rest of the world right now. Like hate crimes? Yeah. It's a nightmare. Yeah. We, this world is not. 2014 has been a hard year for uh, hum, human rights. Well, yeah. And humanity in general. Yes, yes. Um, and then you see that stuff... Well, for instance, when Robin Williams died, my boyfriend's friend posted something on Facebook saying, like, "Uh, Robin Williams is dead and here's why I don't care. Right. And she was very angry. That's happening a lot, too. Yeah. About how, why are we, you know, celebrity worship when horrible things are happening overseas and we're spending our time. I thought that was really interesting. I don't really agree with her. I don't agree with the public display, maybe. But the Um, sentiment is understandable. I just think, what is the motivation be- behind that public display? To just raise awareness, or is it self selfish? What, you mean like ALS or Robin Williams? Like no, any not of that ALS, stuff? but like maybe a, f- a friend. When everybody's uniting over something, you having to be the devil's advocate, what is that personal motivation? When you choose to be the devil's advocate? Yeah, in uh, front of everybody. That's an interesting... Because um... I always find... I can't get past the person... The person's like, uh, you know, like, what's their motivation to be this person right now? 
Is it for your own self-aggrandizing? Yeah, to look like the smartest, yeah. the one who caught. Like, while you guys are all clambering yeah. over the Robin Williams <laughs> footage and articles, I looked down on your village <laughs> and realized, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like... Uh, Zarathustra, I came down. Well, unfortunately, I think I think there's partly that, and then I feel like this girl was trying to like teach. You know, um, let me show you what you're forgetting. All right, like I think yeah. it's condescending, and that's I think it. yeah, that's what and I'm saying. I think uh, which is ego driven. Yes. Well, and that's the icky part. They're claiming to say like I want to remind you to help people overseas, whereas. But they're also what they're not saying is I am helping myself by being the best right now, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, because that and and I also feel like that kind of talk just repels people. Right. Um, Especially when they're coming together, which is important. Well, and Robin Williams was a very uh, that was not celebrity worship. That was a guy to us like that's an artist in our field. Yeah. And to lots of people. Um, it sounds He's cornball. affected everybody's life in some way or yeah. another for four decades or yeah. something at least. Yes. You know, and then I have to admit that I find a lot of like um sort of like these these people that sort of are ba- kind of practicing eulogies on Facebook yes. and stuff. <laughs> I find it a little corny That's personally. That's a good joke. You should use that. Uh, I feel bad though, you know, Cause I, but I feel like it is a little corny and it makes me uncomfortable. And maybe ultimately that has to do with my own like, uh, comfort with, you know, being vulnerable or sincere. Cause I like to be a joker mm-hmm. or hide behind jokes or whatever. But yeah, what was the point I was making? This beer is hitting my afternoon head a little didn't, bit. Didn't you write something on oh, Facebook? Oh, but I still oh, okay. appreciate... There are a lot of sincere people out there mm-hmm. that don't aren't cynical. Not, not everything has to be ironic or, or, oh, give me a break. And they're coming together, and I still find beauty and happiness in that. So yeah. I won't... I even if something makes me uncomfortable, and I think it's corny. I'm not going to lash out and be like, "Here's the devil's advocate's vision." No, that makes me more mad. Or maybe you know, you what, know I mean? what? You know what? There's also you know there's a time and place. Maybe not during the crying period of Robin yeah. Williams. Maybe a week later. Yeah. Like I noticed this was interesting. I yeah. understand what because also you know my father used to be a diplomat and people throughout my life have always said you're very diplomatic like without even knowing that my father <laughs> was a diplomat. Yeah. And but I am diplomatic and I don't think um, I think that it, is why this utopia is never going to get sorted. I think that's what it is because I'm <laughs> always on the fence. Yeah. About everything. Yeah. Well, I totally get that, and I think one thing I benefit from with this podcast is I'm not the one having to describe my utopia, right? Because Maybe. I think the same way too. So mm-hmm. I like to see other people's perspectives, but really, for that's true because my utopia for, is hell for someone else. That's the beauty about. I know. No, I get it. I get it. But I can't. I'm too empathetic. I'm constantly thinking about other people. It's a problem. Like for example, I talk to my communism counselor about is just. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What's your counselor's name? Can you say that? Uh, well, I've had several. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You I had a psychotherapist whose name was Judy, and then I also see a life coach whose name is Allie. Amazing. <laughs> I don't have any of those things, and I. You're doing great. I don't know. I'm a mess. I'm a mess over here, Bernadette. Bernadette no, I'm is actually just guarding the place. I'm right pretty now. good, but I'm a big fan of counseling. People talking have told to people. me I should talk to a therapist all the time. Really. Well, when I come to them with a problem, yeah, they just don't want to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> They're it's like, you should go to the therapist, and then they get on their bike and drink Gatorade <laughs> and ex- exercise. I think, 
I would only say that to someone if they come to me with the same problem for the eighth time and haven't taken any personal steps to correct the problem. That yeah. irritates me. I have some fixations that I dwell upon for sure. Are you drinking your beer, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Give okay. Break. How much have you had to drink? Oh, it's about the same. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm a little tipsy right now because it's noon-ish. No, no, it's like 2. It's like almost one thirty. But all or, I had yeah. for breakfast today was the nub of an Indian roti and some cold pakoras. Ew, I love yeah. that pakora. When the cat's away, the mice will make You're bad terrible. food decisions. You're terrible, Chris. <laughs> one time, can I tell you a story? Sure. Um, when I was... I brought this up at a party recently, and I totally had forgot about it. But one time I was staying with my dad in Niagara on the Lake, mm-hmm. my real dad. He was, like, renting a house there, and he went... Your I, dad used to live there. Yeah, but yeah. before he... Yeah. Okay. Right. That was a callback to the time you and I went to Niagara <laughs> on the Lake. That was and fun. It was really fun, but then Chris told everyone 42 times that his dad used to live <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, inside joke. I Go didn't. Ahead. I said it maybe three times, but then it already became a thing. <laughs> You went on the jet boat, right? Yeah, Chris just all the time was like, my dad used to live here. (laughs) I was was proud of my knowledge of Niagara on the Lake. We did a comedy festival there. Um, yeah, it was... And like, then we went on a jet boat, which was maybe the better part. It was awesome. It yeah. was super fun. The jet boat and the booze was the best part. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that goddamn lunch. The lunch. We went to a vineyard. Anyway, wait, I want you to go on. Um, we were so one morning, he left me alone. Like, I was 14 mm-hmm. or something. And then he went away. He had to go to Toronto for the night. And it was me by myself. 14. Okay. And I grew up, like, watching, like, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure... And see no man. Like, I thought being a dumb dude was the way to be. Right. So, seriously, for breakfast, I ate barbecue chips and a beer. And then all the kids in Niagara on the Lake that I had met, like, this dude had a half pipe and we would go meet up there and, like, skateboard and stuff. And I kept bragging, kind of like how my dad Uh lived in Niagara on the Lake. But this was, oh, my dad's gone. So, for breakfast, I had a beer and barbecue chips. And as much as I thought that was being cool, everyone was like, ugh. Gross. Yeah, even at that age, like, that's dumb. <laughs> so now I feel like I kind of did an adult version of that where I, like, saw my leftover Indian food this morning and was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that's how many pakoras were they? Like, what the fuck? How I, many? I'm probably five. That sounds like filling enough. They're small. And then, yeah, like, but the tail end of a, of a spicy chicken vindaloo roti. A roti? I'm really making us digress, eh? Oh, whatever. I forgot what we were talking about altogether. So, um, I think eating, you're drunk. But let me just do a oh, few more. I'm not drunk, but your brain drunk. is done. So, a few more descriptions here. <clears throat> because yes, I please. do visualize some things about Utopia. Good. So, the grass, um, the stores, the little bunnies, the unicorns. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's clean. Everyone's, uh, everyone has laundry in their apartment. Everyone. Everyone's relaxed. And if they're not, they have readily available therapy. Uh, yes. Uh, if you feel bad about anything, you could just stop in almost like a, a bank machine. There's like tellers that are uh, just uh, automated therapists, but they're I not love computers. that because they're still called tellers. Yeah. Well, let's call them a they're teller. They're like seers. They are people. Yeah. yeah. They're like, yeah. Tellers that are seers. So you can sit down anytime, talk to someone. And I guess in the old days, that was like a priest. Does anyone in real life get a um, therapy from someone just smelling them? I bet you that's the thing in California. Wait, like, so you go and somebody just sniffs like, you? You're stressed. 
It's probably like a chakra thing. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Some... Your chakras smell gross. Yeah. Well, it's like I went for acupuncture. And you're like, well, once. if you're smelling my chakras down there, <laughs> boom. At four I... o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> After a bike ride. (laughs) Yeah. Don't smell my chakras after a long bike ride. Um, Sorry. No, it's cool. So, so yeah, you could stop in anywhere, talk about your problems. Then also, um, bedrooms, bedrooms, they wouldn't be like a room with a bed and a dresser. What it would be is you open the door and it would just be an entire mattress that you would like jump onto. Oh my god! And it's just pillows and blankets. At one, I've always wanted one of those. Mm-hmm. But two, my neighbors had that. Get out of it! It was really weird. Like they, they were the kids um, growing up. The kids took me over to play there once, and I wasn't good friends with them. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing their. Even as a kid, I remember seeing their bed that stretched throughout the whole room. It really did. Thinking like, oh my god, these people's parents. Like, do weird sex things or something. Just because it was a giant sprawling bed. Was it the parents' bedroom? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it was bigger than a king size. And so the neighbor was like, check out my parents' bed. And I was like, even as a kid, I was like, I'm picturing them rolling around having sex. But what? Like, how big was it? (laughs) Was it just the room? It was bigger than a queen. No, it wasn't the whole room. So it's not the same as yours. Okay, right. But it was most of the room. Wow. Yeah, see, What's I... What's that all about? I, maybe it was a king-size bed, Chris? It'd be hard to make that bed. No, it was on the floor. It was on the floor. It was like a giant, mushy mattress, mattress that spread out across... It's like, picture... Um, That's amazing, though. It's not about sex. Yeah. It's about being able to move around, sprawl. It's um, about, yeah, it's about being able to have night terrors in peace. Yes! Away from yourself. someone. Yeah. And yeah. then also, you both have your own duvet. Yeah. Um, it would also be fun for, like, sleepovers. There are lots of duvets just getting all crazy there. Yeah, big time. You just get under whatever. Yeah, when you were pillows. a kid, did you freak about having the most blankets and pillows? No, that no? was not a thing for me. Oh. Well, you wanted lots? I wanted lots of pillows. How many? At least four. Okay. And um, at least two blankets. Like, I like all these options. We I always speak. had duvets, so it was just like the duvet. They're good. I but they always get duvet. bunched up. I love a duvet. Now, also, Chris. But don't they get bunched up? No, that's your problem, man. <laughs> well. That's how you're sleeping. It's my problem, but I also correct it. Look, fair enough. So, also, <laughs> um, wait, I thought of something else. There'd be these beds. Yeah. Um, everyone would have that room. Darn, I thought of something. Um mm-hmm blankets and then oh i can't remember i'm so sorry it's okay i interjected some nonsense about a repressed memory no it's okay the blankets oh yeah what i did want a lot of it wasn't pillows i had a lot of stuffed animals and they all meant a lot to me and i still have a lot of them and so stuffed animals would be part of my utopia they'd be around what does rob think about that he you know um he deals with it is rob as expressive as you can I ask? I don't... Rob is her boyfriend, ladies and Yes. Uh, well, not... Maybe not in, like, public... Is he a good listener? Yes. Yes. Does he give you advice that you didn't think of? Yes. Especially when it comes uh, to writing or uh, my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well thought through, um, thoughtful uh, advice. Yeah. That's good. Yes. And what does he think about the stuffed animals? Um, so, you know, like, uh, I have still have a few that are in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we make a game of it. Um, so, not sexual. Um, like tea party? No, not quite. <laughs> but, um, 
Look, they're watching. They're you know they're like characters <laughs> in the game of life. They are, yeah. They're and so they're characters. And uh, I have a curious George in my bedroom from when I was born. Okay. Do you ever talk to him? No, but I look at him with a knowing look. Yeah, and does a piece of you think that George is um, riddled with bugs? Is alive? <sighs> no. I don't okay. think he's alive. Because like three percent of me but, believes that my bear has a mind and he thinks and he remembers. Because he did what, for sure when you were a kid, right? Oh yeah. And so now you still hold on to that almost out of uh, nostalgia. Uh, I know it's like a like it's not a nostalgic thing. It's like that's how I think. But you are very like you said a logical person. Mm-hmm. You're rational. You know that he's not alive. I don't so want to talk about this anymore. What do you do about that three <laughs> percent? No, this is the best part. <laughs> We have um, to get through this breakthrough. Okay, he's not alive. Okay, but I, it's like logical, a, like you said. Is the word didactic? Like it's there's two sides. Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, consciously fine. He's not alive, but I don't like to linger in that part of my brain. I well, linger on in the that side part of your brain, which is a little crazy, which is fine. <laughs> it's called having an imagination. But I'm saying something positive about it. All right, you experience joy with that three percent thought. I right? do. I do so very of much. You allow that. Oh, that he's totally one of my best sense. friends. My bear, Wuzzy. Wuzzy. Um, Wuzzy. Wuzzy. So. Fuzzy Wuzzy, but he's Wuzzy. He's just Wuzzy. Yeah. Okay. But uh, but also, see, that 3% also believes in fairies. Like, when I go to the oh. forest, 3% of me, maybe 2%, but 2% of me is like, I might see a fairy. Like, it could happen. Now that I'm getting this bigger picture of you... A lot of it does make sense because, um, for the most part, you do come across to me as a very put-together, intelligent, professional person. But, of course, there's a magic side to you. And the listeners can check it out when they do start following your Instagram because you take pictures of your little monkey everywhere. That's right. I Baby have a monkey picture. Junior. You have a picture with me with the monkey. Yeah, right? that's right. In Montreal. Yeah. Monk tr- monkey Montreal. Uh, unicorn Montreal. <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> yeah. Unicorn Montreal. Yeah, but so I totally forgot about that. Like, what is the story with the monkey? She has a little stuffed sock monkey. Mm-hmm. That has tiny, been a, tiny little monkey. That has been in pictures. She takes pictures of it everywhere she goes. She's got a picture of Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase with the monkey. Yeah, she wrote jokes for Chevy Chase this year. Yeah. Okay, guys. In, at just well, the last I, didn't work, I didn't actually work on that gala, but I was there. You anyway, were there. Yeah. Who worked on it? That guy, Pat? It was Pat, yeah. uh, Rob Sheridan, and uh, Dean Jenkinson. Yeah, so yeah. they hooked you up. Yeah. And they were like, this is uh, Rebecca. Yeah. And Chevy Chase was like, I'm Chevy Chase, you're not, or whatever. Yeah. He was actually really nice, surprisingly. Really? Yeah, I'm he was so scared of his He was really nice now. to everyone. Oh, me too. And from from 80 to 89, and I was like maybe 2 and 80, but mm-hmm. all those movies from 80 to 89, he was the king. Oh, I know. Everybody thinks like everybody remembers Bill Murray so fondly, but his comeback was better oh, than absolutely. a lot of the things he did in the 80s. Ghostbusters ruled, mm-hmm. Stripes ruled, Caddyshack but other than that, for the most part, right? No, Chevy Chase was the Chevy man. Chase rule. Fletch. Um, Fletch, the I saw in the theater movies. and it changed oh, me my too. life. Me vacation too. Vacation movies. Fletch uh, 2. Spies Like Us is even better than I thought. I've never seen that. I loved it as a kid, hated it as a teenager, and then began to love it again. I'm going to watch that. No, Anyways. Chevy Chase was... And that was... I don't know if I already had this conversation with you. Chevy Chase would be in Utopia, but like yeah. not the asshole side. Yeah. Just like the like I fun. always wish he had the Clark comeback. Clark Griswold would be there. 
Yeah. Okay. So, um, but no, I because uh, he was the most so he exciting. Took a picture with the monkey. What's the monkey's name again? Baby Monkey Junior. BMJ. <laughs> um, and uh, but he was the most exciting celebrity I've ever met because yeah. to me he was like. Your dad. Yes, exactly. I know. He was like my comedy dad. I know what you mean. So uh, I see you looking at that thing. Is no, it... I just double check. Okay. Well, what is the what? Uh, how long does it usually uh, you know uh, we, Utopia? We got some time if you okay. want. Okay. So I'll just. I'd... I feel like I've been doing some major major uh, digression. So whatever. We can get back on track, and I will not. Uh, interrupt you as much. Okay, so... Um, but I also like the digressions. No, me too. I'm into them. So Chevy Chase would be there. Fairies, there'd be some fairies. Um, right. They'd probably hover around the unicorn. So and your little 3% that believes in fairies now, yeah. it's just going to explode in your own oh, my utopian God. world. And like the fairies, they play little tricks on the unicorn and they hover around its back leg and then it, it moves, you know, it, sh- it tries to kick them away. Like, mm-hmm. um, and they're like, and then they fly away. <laughs> um... But now yeah. you're pissing off unicorns. No, but it's like a fun, and then the unicorn turns and smiles at the fairy and wings. Yeah, oh, you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so we've got the fairies, the unicorns, and then uh, delicious food everywhere. Like a lot of pastries. Oh, man. Uh, but like uh, savory pastries. So yeah. I like um, like a sausage roll. Oh, um, crazy. Or like a pastry with some cheese and some chives. Whatever, just yeah. delicious um always and anywhere you stop you can get a delicious pastry and a coffee for a reasonable price <laughs> <laughs> at least that still costs money someone's making money there well <laughs> there has to be name your land what do you mean like, what where my name it. my acres yeah i called it like rebco something but okay Rebcoville, but oh, you name oh um oh with like, all of this in mind i uh, rebecca land I, let me okay. think about it. You really put me on the right spot. Right now it's Rebecca Land. No, it's totally fine. Rebecca Land. Keep Unicorn. It. <laughs> <laughs> so Just many rabs. Yeah. Um, Unicorn porn. Even Rebco. I mean, it's fine. Rebecca underscore Kohler Land. Just kidding. Oh, Chris is just taking a quick call. I'm an idiot. I thought I turned my phone off. Um, I'm sorry. So rude. There'd be no, there'd be none of that. Nobody would be freaking on Twitter when you're trying to talk to them. Yes. Okay. Yes. That would not be it. Nobody would be looking I'm at I'm terrible at it, but yes, I agree. Um, no, I mean, we all do it, but it's gotten out of hand. Let me tell you one thing. Okay. okay. At my cottage, there was a store every Saturday morning. They had fresh sausage rolls. Oh my God. I love I went there without rolls. a doubt every Saturday morning to get a fresh one, ate it. And they haven't, I haven't, we sold our cottage when I was 19. We, my parents did. But also, the store didn't have them for years before that. I've never found a sausage roll that tastes that good. Uh, what is that? They're really hard to find. So there's so many people that are like, yeah, it's a sausage roll. Enjoy it. And you're like... And it's like a hot dog wrapped in like a bread. Yeah. Or it's like too much pepper. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> there is one place in Toronto. The Brick? That, uh, uh, down by the Brickwork? or um, Like in the East End? Yeah, the, the distillery district. There's a bakery there. Oh, I don't know. They have really good sausage rolls. They're still not as good as my childhood, but they're really good. So the ones in your Rebecca land are mm-hmm. from the childhood. Yes. Isn't and you weird? know where you can get those? Australia. Are Australia you, has... Have you been to Australia? Oh, yeah. Many times. Did you do Melbourne? No, but my mother's Australian. Oh, really? Yeah. So... Yeah, I didn't know that. There'll probably be the ocean at Utopia, too. Yeah. And some beach and some accents. Hi. Like fun accents. Yeah. Um, That's good that you can do it. Yeah. I want to meet your mom now. Oh, yeah. She's great. Edwina. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> E-D-W-E-E-N-A? Uh, E-D-W-I-N-A. Oh, okay. Edwina. 
does uh does your dad call her eddie yeah ed eddie and sometimes ween or weena gee that's interesting yeah ed weena <laughs> poor her it's okay <laughs> but it makes her stick out she's yeah, special it's true I'm Edwina. I'm Edwina. Hi. <laughs> yeah. I'm Edwina. Enjoy the sausage row. <laughs> I don't know if I can do an Australian it's accent. It's fine. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, Australia has the best sausage rolls. So, so I love this. Fresh pastries. We've mm-hmm. got little fairies bothering unicorns for f- kicks. For fun. for fun. They have a great relationship. There's an ocean there. There's a beach. There's yeah. people walking There's around. also, like, across the street from the ocean is a beautiful lake. Because I love yeah. swimming in lakes. Actually, more. I like sitting by an yeah. ocean, but I prefer swimming in a lake. How far? How far away are they? Yeah. You know, like, uh, maybe, let's say, a 10-minute walk. I said across the street, but... Yeah. 10 minute walk through some nice like flowers and trees. My personal opinion, I like 10 minute walk better. Yeah. I want it to feel like I'm actually going to the lake. Going across. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so you go for a dip in the lake and the lake has a really yeah, nice like dock that. that doesn't have any gross like moss on it. Yeah. And, um, there's a nice ladder. It's a nice wood. Um, there's some nice chairs there. Yeah. And all of the chairs have built in ashtrays because smoking is not bad for you and everyone loves it. Oh, I would get back into smoking <laughs> yeah, if I'm that sure. was true. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then there'd be like water fountains all, but whenever you saw a water fountain, there'd be four and one would have water. One would have uh, red wine. One would have diet Coke and one would have coffee. And you could just do... Hot coffee in a fountain? Yeah. And you would have a cup? Yeah, okay. What? Do you have a problem with my imaginary I just don't want people hurting each other with it. No, but it's marked hot coffee. Yeah. Remember, everyone... It still sprays out like a fountain? Well, in a in a controlled stream, yeah. and everyone in Utopia, as we've discussed, is intelligent. So they're not going to be like coffee. Let me put my eyeball underneath. <laughs> oh right, I forgot about that. Yeah. They're not. Yeah. They're all pretty smart. Are they all like a certain age? Um, maybe. Or are they born intelligent? They're born a bit like Benjamin Button, but they don't decrease. So they're born yeah. as like twenty five, and then they age to. 40. So you can learn something wise from a baby. Yeah. Have you read Benjamin Button or have you seen No. Them? I've read some of his short stories, but that one is a turnoff because of the movie. No, see, I read the short story before the movie. That's good. And I said they should make a movie out of this. It would be amazing. And then I, I saw the movie and I was like, this is awful. And I was Did really you think upset. it was awful? Uh, after was it David Fincher? I can't remember. I think, I think, I think so. me and someone already joked about Fincher already, but... Um, he always has to put this dark shadow over oh all his films. And there was a love story, which was not in the book. It was just uh, oh, yeah. it was really Who overextended. Was it? Yeah, I love her. Anyway, she's great. Yeah. She's Australian. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. So, How um, does she stay young and beautiful forever? I don't know. What a bitch. I think she's like 50, man. No, 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 no. She's like uh, Late 40s. 38. No. Kate no. Blanchett? She's yeah. not. She's not that old. Uh, if you guys are listening, look it up. I yeah, don't look know. that up. So wait, so what was I saying? Oh yeah, the lake, and you walk there mm-hmm. through some trees. The dock the is nice. The fountain. All your favorite drinks. Oh yeah, and then here's the thing. So a lot of people that live there are stand-up comics. There's a lot of comedy, and we're all we've all got our own show. And everyone yeah. has all the time in the world to watch the shows. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I would really like in Utopia when you run into someone, and they're like, "How are you?" or "How was the set last night?" Mm-hmm. There would be acceptance if you're like, it wasn't that good. Mm -hmm. And then you would sit down for five minutes and talk about it. And then you wouldn't be judged on admitting that it wasn't that good. Um, People would say things like... you feel that? A lot of judgment? I feel pressure to say things are great sometimes Mm -hmm. when they're not. Okay. Um, I don't do that. 
I don't do it. I can't help but be super honest. No, and when somebody's like, how was like, I, I, I did Winnipeg Comedy Festival this year, and mm. somebody asked me after when I got back, who bombed? And I was like, I guess if anyone right. bombed, it was me. I forget about those kind of people. Yeah. And that are like, they want to see the car crash. Yeah. But then I was honest. I was like, if anyone bombed, it was me. And that person was like, oh, what the hell kind of answer is this? Like, I could tell that they were like, that's not what I wanted to (laughs) hear. They wanted to dish with you. Yeah. Not on me. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I guess you're right. Like, people aren't like seeking to judge, but I would just want to know that you're always in a safe place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I like that. I have bad sets all the time. I would like to analyze every single Why set I have. Why do you I think have. you have bad sets a lot? I don't. I don't see them personally. No, I don't. By the way, whoever's listening that hasn't seen Rebecca do stand up, she's very funny. <laughs> Thanks. So no, and you're right. No, picture I, that first, and now listen to this. No, and I don't. I should rephrase. I don't have bad sets all the time, but you think you do? No, I shouldn't even say that. After every show, I'm like, I could have done this. I should have done oh, that. Yeah, I wanted totally... to say it like this. You the know? worst thing I do, honestly, is take a compliment after a set and just shit on it yeah not that but not uh, they don't know what's going on in my head but i'm like uh like they're that's so funny man uh i don't know no i I, do the same thing it was okay thank you um no it's i that's kind of what you're talking about kind of but because and you're now that i think about it again on the fence when i see someone i know who had a great set and i say great set and then they're like oh but this was this and i'll be like shut up yeah it was a good set so then it, it can be me, draining. Oh, like you can't help but like, un, like, like lose a little bit of respect for the person. Yeah. Like grow a, a pair. Grow a pair. You know? And, uh, <laughs> but like, I'm the guy doing that. No, like, I, know, I know. Me that, too. So often. I know why it's shitty. But yeah. now like I've learned. So if somebody's like, hey, great set. I'll be like, thank thanks. Like, but I have, it's like this forced Yeah. I want to say a thousand other things. I know what you mean. If they get me a couple minutes after the set. I, I go to that like, oh, thanks so much. It was fun area. But if they get me in the first minute after the set, I say the bad thing. Right. See what I'm saying? It's also, you know, you just struck Because I'm saying my uh, uncensored thought to, that I'm saying to myself because I just left the stage. But if, you, right. if I get to wait a few minutes and then they come up after, I will not sabotage the compliment. You're still like raw right after you get off. Yeah. But you know what else? You just touched on something. I find it weird. So... So if somebody says a great set, I always say, thanks. It was fun. I feel like I have to say it was fun Mm -hmm. because that somehow like excuses Mm -hmm. my ego or or like, um, right. If, cause what if I was like, thanks a lot. I had an awful or no, thanks a lot. Yeah. Um, I was working or I don't know. Like, I feel like I have to say it was fun. No, I know you mean. What is it? It is, it is like, um. A buffer for you're right. It's like an ego buffer. Yeah. So you're not being like. You're not saying I know. Uh, yeah. Thank so much, uh, civilian. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> a lot of the times I go, oh, thanks so much. Yeah, it was fun. You guys were great too. Like That's great good. audience. That's good. Yeah. Because then it's like. It's it not is just a participation. About, it is. It is. You know? The audience makes or breaks, man. Look at us. We have to deal with all these compliments all the time. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. The best compliments are, I love, this doesn't happen often, and this would happen all the time in Utopia. You open an email, and if somebody's like, hi, um, Rebecca, you know, I was talking to so-and-so, and and they said they saw you at such-and-such, and and that you were amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, 
the, the compliment that happens when you're not in the room. <laughs> That's like, yeah. That is the best. Yes. Compliment. Well, this sucks. Tell me. When someone tells you about, um, you know, like maybe someone that you were trying to impress. They, uh, you know, for some reason, like maybe they're a big old school comic that okay. you wanted to impress or some industry people or something. Someone just nonchalantly, because they don't know how much you think about that stuff, tells you months later, oh, this person like was telling me about how funny you were or something. Right. And you're like, oh, really? <laughs> and there's a part of your brain where you're like, I could have fucking used that <laughs> at that night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's totally. so weird. How that yeah. Happens. And they're like, oh, whatever. Our whole fucking career is based on you know a cachet of these instant gratification so, tickets yes it's yes. so weird no but i'm really like um i know somebody that was at uh bridgetown comedy festival with david Deneen porter okay and after on the way home this person overheard reggie watts saying oh. that the funniest person at the festival was this guy david Deneen porter yeah. And that person told... I think told they're like buddies, basically, now. Now? Yeah. Because um, I guess this was like two years ago. It was, yeah. I was there this year. Yeah, yeah. And, and then uh, I... But I like wrote or called David like the day, next day and I was like, so-and-so overheard Reggie Watts saying this. And he was like r- really appreciative. Oh, yeah. Um, well, DDP, which is what we call David Dean Porter. Yes. Um, he, I was having this really, really bad... He saved my heart one day. How? Same sort of way. And... I do agree with Reggie Watts. DDP is freaking hilarious. Oh, yes. Extremely funny. And Reggie Watts is hilarious. So nice. The world is nice already. Yes. I don't know why Utopia. we need to make a utopia. <laughs> it's so nice. Um, I don't know what's going on in Iraq, but everybody here, yeah. everybody's being nice. Oh, God. Israel, whatever. <laughs> yeah, take it easy. <laughs> Send Reggie Watts to Israel, please. <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, like, I was having the worst... I did this huge East Coast trip. Okay. And the last city was Montreal. And I was jumping on some local shows there. Was that the one with uh, Kathleen McGee? That no. tour? No, that was this year. This was last year, around the same sort of time. But then, no, maybe like March uh, 2012. And yeah, Halifax, uh, Newfoundland. Newfoundland, Halifax, and then Montreal. Montreal, the big show I was doing was like a sort of McGill event. Okay. And the rest was just like local stuff. But still, they could pay me, but they couldn't put me up. So I did like airbnb okay but the airbnb was in like a really bad neighborhood in montreal uh yeah i hosted a show at the comedy works my phone got stolen (gasps) after the show like me and christoph davidson were drinking in the bar downstairs Mm -hmm. and in the bad neighborhood exhausted i felt like i had been ripped off a lot on the tour just because of weird things happening like car rentals and right right like taxi cabs that were like more than i thought just a bunch of loss of money Mm -hmm. i felt so i was feeling really low and i was like in a cat cat like press cafe one of the press cafes mm-hmm. internet chatting with ddp god what a fucking stupid long story just to say a little like <laughs> ego no, so, no well, you just described a lot of people's you know two weeks this is yeah this is what happens to yeah. us. we're like am i doing it right yeah, or am yeah, I yeah. losing money and feeling bad but then uh because the shows were always great mm-hmm. that's not the issue it's like what am i doing with my life yeah during the freaking day this feels like not great ddp just told me like during the what's that festival that rob and evan put together like two three years ago where robin oh rob May oh evan. in like windsor or no they put it together here anyways i opened for oh the dark and stormy 
Maybe. Anyway. Uh, uh, I opened for Eugene Merman, and then DDP said Eugene Merman and Kurt Braunhaler, he heard them talking about how funny I was. <gasps> there oh, we go. I just had goodness. to burp and ruin that comment. Yes. Like, well, it's such a cheesy story. I'm sorry. No, it's great. And thanks for listening to my burp, ladies and gentlemen. But honestly, I know. You needed to hear yes. that at that time. Yeah. I can't believe I keep... Oh, man. What? I get so like embarrassed about saying shit like that. Um... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No embarrassment in your utopia. I've never Please. heard a famous person let me ask you tell to- someone else that I was funny. So if you ever hear it, let Chevy me know. Chase. <laughs> Probably. No. What were you going to ask me? There's are two things that you need in your utopia. One is, can I be there? Yes. Okay, thank you. Two is, um, no embarrassment. <laughs> Please. Um, or do you, think do you force this on everyone on the podcast? Uh, no, I would like to be there though. If, well, I, if I think it sounds good, this is how this is how embarrassment works in my world. Um, for instance, this is a problem with Toronto. Let's say mm-hmm. I trip on the sidewalk and there's like a group of people. I'm a little embarrassed, but I'll look to them and kind of laugh like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I fell. Right. And here they'll either not look at you or give you a blank stare. Well, so yeah. embarrassment in utopia, my utopia, I would trip, fall, yeah. look up. Somebody would put out their arms. Someone else would be like, who's got butter feet? <laughs> you know, and then we'd and all, all have a little it. chuckle, and then I'd move along. That is true. All of my stand-up is basically about being embarrassed or embarrassing, worrying about being embarrassed. Yeah, I know. So I guess I wouldn't have stand-up if there was no embarrassment. No, but you have stuff that's not. Uh... For the most part, okay, you're right. Your stand-up would bomb at Utopia because everyone would be like, "Why are you worried about eating McNuggets? That happens already. That happens already. <laughs> Sometimes if mean? I do like a small town. Uh Nothing against small towns, but fuck. Get it. Get something. What? They'll be like, why is that embarrassing? Hey. Yeah. Small town New York. Hey. <laughs> no, but sometimes they'll be like, you know, ah, I don't want to die with like whatever the joke is with McNuggets all over my dead body. How embarrassing. That's yeah. not how it goes, but that's the premise, basically. Punchline. But yeah, people are looking at me like. Eat McNuggets, man. What's your problem? <laughs> like, seriously. Well, because actually, if you say that to the wrong person, it sounds condescending. Yeah. You know, it's like saying to a dog, like, I wouldn't want to die with dog food all over myself. <laughs> no, what do you mean? It's delicious. Small, pe- small town people are like dogs. You're exactly right. <laughs> with the dog food all over their face. <laughs> hey, is your cottage near here? <laughs> Don't die like looking like me. No, it's like I felt I was accidentally condescending to a waitress recently, I think. I went for mm-hmm. dinner with Jen Grant and um we kept talking to the waitress about We have to end it soon. The chairs are falling apart. Oh, Chris has broken the chair. Sorry. No, it's okay. Um I'll yeah, just tell this. The waitress. Yeah, so uh we were talking to her about how we used to waitress, and oh, I ca- I still have my apron. I kept it. And, and how was, old was she? Like forty five. Yeah, she was like forty five or fifty. She was like a career waitress. Yeah, yeah. Like she'd been working at that restaurant for twenty years. Yeah. And we kept going on, and I was like, "What are we doing?" And like, then you're like, "Now we have fun for money." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's so really I felt funny. Kind of bad. Where were you? Uh, southern accent. Oh, here on in Markham. Toronto. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cajun. Yeah, it was pretty was good. Was it Cajun? 
Uh, yeah, it's something like that. It was like blackened chicken. Oh, God, I'm so hungry again. Blackened chicken is delicious. Why don't we end this so you can go eat? I'm going to eat. All right. Um, but so... I don't know if we can... You had so many different ideas, but a lot of the ones in the beginning... I'm going to light one more smoke and then we'll finish. dismissed. You weren't fully... Look, I guess in my utopia, my point is I want everyone to feel good. Everyone's feeling good. Yeah. And I don't want any attitude. And I want people to make eye contact. And here's the thing, okay? I want mm-hmm. people to be friendly with each other, yeah. but not too friendly. Like in Halifax, sometimes they're too friendly. Yeah. The, the cashier says, hi, how are you today? And you say, oh, pretty good. How are you? Yeah. And then you're there for 20 minutes. I just want that part. Hi, how are you today? Pretty good. How are you? Good, thanks. Let's move on, right? Yeah. So I want friendliness, politeness, but I also want people to be able to read you and say, oh, she looks like she's in a hurry. I'm not going to talk her ear off. Yeah. And then if they do start to talk my ear off, I want to be able to say, you know what? I'm kind of in a hurry. Can we talk another time? Yeah. And have them be like, oh, of course, no problem. See you later. <laughs> yeah. And they don't take it personal. No. I like that. I want politeness with and never having to take things yeah. personally. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. And then also it's a beautiful place. It's got unicorns, fairies. Oceans, Sun, lakes. Blue sky, maybe like two clouds, like yeah. white fluffy clouds. Everyone telling stand-up everywhere and ro- relaxing the about stand their up. set. I don't like that. I'd actually really? just prefer people are like eating cheese and salami sandwiches, eating sausage rolls, oh, yeah. on blankets, dressed nicely, perfect temperature, not too humid. Maybe we shouldn't stop. You keep getting new ideas. Bunnies. I um, really have to pee though. Unicorns. I've been drinking this beer for three years. Okay. Um... Anyway, it would just be really pretty, and the sun would shine through the trees, if, and it would look like God. But, I, <laughs> but there's no God. Yeah. Yeah. Like that the, is God. Like it's that's like what all the planet is. is like already. The sun looks like it's God, but we know the truth. Yeah. Like when the sun shines through the cloud, and they're like, "Look, it's heaven." You're like, "Well." Well, no, but like I, I would say that the. I'm actually going to stand up. Because you have to pee. Okay. Okay, let's end this. But we'll, we'll talk like another time. I know, like, I like, does that have to go? <laughs> Looked at his crotch. Um, so I had yeah. a lot of fun doing this, though, did Okay, you? yeah, me too. Thanks for having me. You're still here. You're yeah, still going to be here. Okay, just go pee. But and they don't know. But end Wait, it. I want to say, I'm okay now because I'm standing up. Okay, right. <laughs> Listen, I want to ask you this. This will probably not be out next week, but the week after. Okay. Do you have anything... That you know coming up in September? You're going to be at the Canadian Comedy Awards I'll be in at the Ottawa. Canadian Comedy Awards. Are you going, Chris? Yes. And oh, I have fun. some shows. Do you have shows? Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So, um, Canadian Comedy Awards in Ottawa the weekend of September 12th. Um, and uh, I have some... I think I have one show at JFL 42. Oh, killer. Um, the Marriages of Comedy. Nice. Uh, September fun. 19th, I think. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. But check me out on Twitter. My website is yeah. RebeccaKohler.com, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-K-O-H-L-E-R.com. Yeah. And thanks so much for having me. Did you have fun? Yes. Thanks, Chris. Thank okay. you. This was Utopia. It definitely was. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. All right, everyone. That was Rebecca Kohler. Thanks so much, Rebecca, again, for coming on. It was a blast. And uh, that was her Utopia to Me episode. We had so much fun. Thanks for listening. Remember, again, to follow at Becca Kohler on Twitter. And also, I think, no, her name on Instagram, like she said, is Rebco. you got to look at it because she's one of those comedians that actually takes good pictures, not just self-promoting PR pics and puts them on Instagram. She actually finds cool pictures and throws them up there. So that's very nice, too. But... That's the episode four. We had so much fun. 
um, follow at Utopia to me um, on Twitter or me at Chris Lock Fun on Twitter. You can find out about upcoming stand-up shows and all that stuff. Otherwise, tell your friends about the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We're just still getting it going. Only four episodes in, but so much fun. We've got a lot of treats coming uh, down the pike um, that I'm really excited about. And, yeah, drink green tea, uh, put your face towards the sun, and uh, enjoy the number one planet, Earth. You know what I mean? Have a good one, guys, and thanks so much. Thank you.